0: I, um I was born ready. <laughs> all right guys we are back uh this is gonna be this is the first one back after only week where we didn't produce an episode that, b- that break yeah <laughs> actually I've been Dubai and other places it right? was kind of funny though I noticed that um when we when we had started this whole thing like before I moved here mm-hmm. before any of the thing I remember we we kind of assumed we were gonna have to do this in like 10 episode. Seasons just because of traveling, you know. We kind of Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be tough to put together. So the fact that we got twenty episodes
1: is that how many we did? Nineteen, actually.
0: It was nineteen without a single break. So nineteen weeks, nineteen episodes.
1: You know that people don't care, right? They're going to be like, "What did you guys?" Guys, we're doing our best. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm
0: in the car, I got nothing to do. (laughs) Um, Actually, it was funny though. This morning, I woke up to frantic messages from Julian, of like. Lists of studies and all these other things to go through, and, and I think Kyla was taking pictures of you with your whiteboard. Yes.
1: Well, there was <laughs> some interesting. Yeah.
0: The, the, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, w- one of my favorite things about this—this happens—I would say, probably about once a month on average, where you <laughs> like, you like, get a, a wild hair up your ass, and you're like, Tyler, dragging you in the rabbit hole, <laughs> first thing. Exactly. Just like the the the. When yeah. Ju- there's
1: no and the, there's no fault play no. on this one. It's, it's like, like when Ju-
0: also when Julian says. You got five minutes for a call. What that means is you have 90 minutes yes. for a call.
1: And it's going to be interesting.
0: Yes. But uh, but today, you had messaged me a few things that were actually really, really lined up with what we wanted to talk about today yes. anyways.
1: Wh- which is uh, stuff. Which is yeah. Carl
0: Friston stuff. Um, yep. Without going into all of what his stuff is, because that's th- going to be the bulk of this episode. The concept. Uh, yeah, the Yeah. But the guy himself is a What what is this? He was a neural was it a neuroscientist or a neural imaging scientist?
1: He is a neuroscientist He started as a psychiatrist. Okay, that was that's where he wanted to go was the root of mental illness Schizophrenia stuff like that. So that's what he wanted to to, do fix Whatever you want to call it Uh, to cure was mental illness and everything and he moved into um, More neuroscience He's an excellent mathematician
0: as well. one, one of the things that I had seen, um, I had some notes here from an article more on the guy than on his work. But there. was it like um, basically his, his neuroscience stuff now that he yeah. had done is all of his, his uh, brain imaging and all that stuff is actually like his uh, kind of like his hobby now. While he's driving really, really, really far forward now onto his
1: um, y- yeah.
0: free energy stuff. and
1: Yeah, well... Yeah, and then he also is driving the field of uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah, which uh, I'm <laughs> not even, I don't even th- know that the people in the neuroscience understand the, the leaps forward made in the field of in artificial intelligence because of him. Yeah, like all, all the new stuff that we see coming up is a direct uh, follow-up on his work. Yeah. That's why, like, it's not artificial intelligence anymore. It's basically artificial learning. That's where the Skynet is coming from, is artificial learning. And that's from his work. They, oh, it goes so deep, it's insane.
0: There was an, uh, so one of the things, that, so Carl has these meetings. Do you know, where is he from? Where does he live? You, uh, is he from? London. UK? Okay. UK. So he, he, has <laughs> these, he has these Monday meetings where I think, like, anybody can go mm-hmm. and ask questions, right? And uh, one of the things that happens, I guess, what's interesting about this he has everyone ask all their questions up front, yeah, and then he just dives into all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, and whatever, I'm sure he wants to yeah. talk about. And half the crowd leaves halfway through because they're all so pissed because <laughs> they, have no they idea. don't get it. <laughs> yeah. the, now, the, the,
0: other, the other side of the two is I think he says these meetings are at like 12.30 in the afternoon, and then he will not say a word all day until he's there. Like the first word he speaks out of his mouth has is actually there. at the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing which is which is yeah, crazy. so he
1: has an understanding with his wife and kids. Uh, he is a very interesting guy, let's put this way. <laughs> where they are not to talk to him that morning at breakfast, they, so they, they grunt <laughs> yeah. and go, mm-hmm, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, uh, maybe they talk to him, but he does not answer back outside of grunts or stuff like that. I don't think anybody talks to him yeah. until he shows up. And it's more, th- it's not a meeting, it's um, it's more than that. He's in a um. What do you call it? On yeah, it's like a theater. Or yeah, or, yeah, like, because yeah. he, he, uh, he teaches at the, at the number one college in London when it comes to neuroscience. He's the leading neuroscientist in the world.
0: Well, this was one of the notes I had, was 90% of papers that have been published on brain imaging use Friston's work. Well, yeah, he, and he's cited as... as, as yeah,
1: Bruno. but he's cited in most of neuroscience. He's the leading neuroscientist, there's no yeah. question. He's cited on everything. He's the Einstein of, of neuroscience. Or, actually, I would... I would. I'm tempted to say Einstein was the Carl Friston of uh, physics.
0: He's produced maybe not,
1: but like basically they are the same level. They come up with novel shit yeah. like no one else. They did. said he's
0: produced a thousand papers, papers. since the year 2000. And By the way, a lot of it is mathematics. And yeah. 85 in the year 2017, which is like four or one every four days.
1: And you have to see the papers. It's like if people want to see, there's one for example in 207, called uh, "Free Energy and the Brain." This. The, the concept is the most innovative stuff that I've ever read since uh, Schrodinger what is life? Yeah, which is the continuation of uh, Schrodinger's work. No, no, it's it's the most he's the most brilliant man uh, There's no such thing as brilliant man ever but alive right now. There's no question Yeah, like uh, so in that theater where he's giving his lecture because he's part of the you know, he's a fellow of Neuroscience University of London whatever it is like there's a name for it. I just can't, yeah. never remember um, but if you look in that theater, you have so a third of them are all uh, Artificial intelligence people the top in the world. So they understand what he's saying. Then you have neuroscientists, psychiatrists uh, You have people from the, the top minds in the world go there and again half of them leave the session saying well that makes no sense.
0: Yeah, that's well the first few times you had mentioned like the subject I could understand little pieces you know, there was a there's a concept that we'll get into a lot of, which is the prediction error mm-hmm. thing. Fundamentally, I felt like I could I could figure that one out because I could you can almost directly apply yeah. most of it. Um, a lot of the other stuff is it's almost though a lot of that math is for validation or to, you know, not validation, but to it's to explain, evidence. right? Yeah, it's to explain. And I get into that, and I'm like, whatever this part is, I just don't need it. I'm moving on. <laughs> I need to.
1: But you have to understand, no one understands Carl Winston. Yeah. Like it's it's one of the stuff like that's why half of them leave the stuff so pissed because they're like I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah. But I think they're liking the where he starts, the finality versus causality. That's where where free energy and the brain is about, and it's a direct continuation of Schrodinger's work. So we're gonna get into that. But that's if you miss that part, it would be very hard to understand where he's coming from. I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Hmm. So where do we want to dive in at the, at the very first into what the what the work is? Yeah, well the work is
1: he's a neuroscientist, right? Yep. But uh, I think we have to start with a very quick with a Schrodinger. What is life? Yes. Like I said people don't understand Schrodinger was a guy with a cat I mean, but he came up with a wave function, which is the most successful theory ever produced in the sense of it was never proven wrong right is the one who the wave function is the probability Mm -hmm. of an electron to be in a certain place whatever everything is based on probability welcome to quantum mechanics Uh, this changed the world as we know it there is no computer there's no iphone there's no tv lcd of any of that without the wave function schrodinger's wave function so he's one of he's one of the einstein of civilization which most people should not know who he is outside of the cat thing yeah but he's one of the greatest Uh, scientist ever and um, he came up with a book in 1944 called what is life where he's trying to connect biology and quantum mechanics saying like there is a deeper uh, relationship that we understand with quantum mechanics life and and stuff like that and so that book generated the field of what is called now quantum biology which is where we we all going and um, in that book he talks about causality versus finality so causality Basically, the idea was that you have two types of things: you have non-life and non-life. Non-life obeys the laws of causality, which is the you know entropy always increases. We're going from order to disorder. Everything essentially
0: just constant decomposition.
1: Basically, and then so we you start in an orderly state and you move toward disorderly. Everything decomposes, and at the end we're all dead, right? If people like that because it works two plus two. all of physics today is based on that mm-hmm. because it's non alive and it's a linear progression from order to disorder and that's um that's newton's laws of movement for example everything is based that's where the math go tack 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 and people love that because it's a linear world without surprises yeah like you know where the earth is going to be six months from now and where it was six months ago where it's going to be six months from now there is no time element yeah. in that Linear system is two plus two equals four core four. Yeah, there's no complication. The world is simple. We invented everything, everything is safe. And that's basically the late uh, 1800s, even or even actually up to 1920. This was the world we lived in. People don't understand, but in the late 1900s, one actually someone said that everything that was worth inventing was invented. Because at the time, like you have to understand, like when Isaac Newton came up with the laws of movement, we f- thought physics was figured out. Few decibels few decimals out there, you know. But up to the what is that, like the six decimals or whatever, we had figured out everything. Uh, and <laughs> uh, here comes <laughs> first Einstein, yeah, right, who come up with the equals m c square and all that stuff. And then we go into quantum mechanics, and quantum mechanics, and it introduces the idea of probability. Like nothing is set.
0: And that's when we kind of, when we kind of come to the realization. At that point, we had just, we just left this phase in which we have discovered all that there is to discover, somewhat. Right. And to now, it's like, oh, we don't actually know anything.
1: No, anything, anything. because some of the stuff quantum mechanics was saying to this day are not possible, and yet they happen all the time. Yeah. It's stuff like entanglement, where two entangled particles, no matter what the distance is in between the two. Uh, no matter what the distance between the two are connected That goes against everything we know like literally if you take one particle so particles spin a certain in you know, a certain direction, right? just a crazy idea. Yeah. It's called entanglement a particle spins either one way or the other if particles are entangled that means that one one particle if you You don't know which way they spin until you look at it. That's quantum mechanics yeah. I can't go into that one, but until you you look at the particle you don't know which way it spins once you look at a particle, let's say the one on the right spins
0: Left clockwise, or yeah, yeah yep.
1: the other one will speed the other way so clockwise counterclockwise like it's like basically I, I'm telling you I have socks of different color. You don't know which foot Orange is on which foot, but the second my right foot is red as, soon
0: as I see one I know what then the you know otherwise. what
1: the other one is. Yep. Okay, it's the same idea, right? So then you take those socks and you put them at the opposite side of the galaxy, right? so i don't know which one is which but the second i see i test one of those particles because that's the only way to know which way it spins then i know that the other one spins the other way
0: yeah even though they're not physically attached or in any exactly. sort of physical relationship mm-hmm. that's quantum entanglement i think is yes, the term for yes exactly
1: that, right? and we don't know what that means because well, there's a communication between the two that we cannot explain
0: now the interesting thing i had actually just read a deal the other day where they had somebody had confirmed the what they had is they had two separate systems of observation. Yeah. Yes And while they would they would they would observe at the, ex- mm-hmm. the exact same thing at the exact same time uh, Each observer observed it in a different exactly. State. So not only can you have two separate Things that are entangled you can actually have the same thing
1: and th- there was a problem because both testing was right Both testings yeah, were exactly. right. So but they didn't they basically came up with different answers. So both sensors were right even though they said the opposite thing on the same experiment, so like we don't the point is we don't know what it means Yeah, that's welcome to uh, quantum mechanics. We don't know
0: but I think I don't know I, th- I still think that's an important thing to carry over into almost everything else that we run into is that there You can observe Various. two very separate things and they can both be right for that moment that you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, that for, for, you know what I mean the problem is the state yeah,
1: yeah is is the is the state. But okay so but the idea was so there was a probability. That's what Einstein didn't like about quantum mechanics is the probability aspect. And that's why he famously said God does not play dice. Because everything was had a probability to it. Anyway, so quantum mechanics comes and basically changes physics. So basically now L- Newton's laws of movement are mostly right. That mostly, like, you know, that's, uh, entropy always increases, al- almost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Most it, of the time. Yeah, exactly. That, that changed the world, that changed physics completely because then suddenly something that we knew, we had that very linear view of the universe. Everything is chemical, everything is that. And here come quantum mechanics who basically change everything. So, Schrodinger, after coming up with a wave function and the probabilities, applies this to biology. And he basically separates things in two groups non-life who obeys the laws of basically Newton laws of movement as we go that way yeah and uh, still on the quantum mechanical level is probability based but then suddenly it says life obeys different rules so everything goes from order to disorder that's causality but it seems life obeys finality which is it's trying to fight the disorder life does everything it can to not let entropy go a wire to not let entropy increase mm-hmm. to the, because um, Uh, Maximum entropy is a death of a system Anything that goes to maximum entropy has no interaction with everything is dead. It doesn't move. There's no interaction It's done which is where the universe if we are right will end up one day Right. So but basically life fights that does everything it can for entropy not to develop too much entropy is what uh, is called also free energy and that's where the work of Friston comes in. And he, he basically said he could quantify free energy. And that's his paper 207, for example, when he says free energy in the brain, where he explained that life, not just us, just life in general, is trying to limit the creation of entropy, free energy. How does he do that? By minimizing surprises. That a surprise creates entropy, creates disorder, creates free energy. Yeah,
0: it's, so, it's something that it's almost needs to be. You know what? I mean like like now it has to be quantified and it has to be put together. Otherwise, so it we does can understand just creates it. more chaos. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And so his uh, stuff was that that's what so from a neuroscientist perspective That's what the human nervous system does. It's a learning machine that has one job is to minimize surprises Because if you minimize surprises you minimize the creation of disorder you minimize entropy free energy and you can stay alive more mm-hmm.
0: so my question is then is, is is an extreme on either side good in that department as far as what we look at what we're seeking for um, you know you know so, so we're going to get into how we're going to make this these predictions and the reduction mm-hmm. of free energy for humans for the way we yeah. think the way we act the way we learn um, but is that is reducing free energy even though that's something that life seeks if we were to completely
1: no, you can't do that you either. Can't. No, right. you can't. But that, that's that goes even further. What what he did basically is that's our quantum mechanical moment for the study of life. The problem is okay, so there was Isaac Newton, which was very linear movement. Right. And then quantum mechanics comes comes and just changes physics. Yeah. Right. Medicine did not have that. The medical world is on the same thing. Everything is chemical. Yes. Just like physics had newton's laws which everything is linear you do this you you do a you get b medical science was like that with that empirical double blind study it was like look you do a you cause b you have causality everything follows a linear pattern and even though it's not true at all that's basically what they wanted to get to because it allows you to have a world that is simple to understand that's humans for you right Makes there sense. right yeah exactly <laughs> that's human because we all all the universe has no responsibility toward you to make sense
0: now This isn't this isn't seeking like a, a reduction in variables as though. We're like crawling back into a cave necessarily. No, no,
1: no, 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 so wh- what he did basically what Fr- Friston did is he introduced the idea of probability okay. Just like quantum mechanics said Well, everything is a probability. We know where the electron is going to be. is going to be maybe but if I have enough of them, I can tell you what the probability of it being here versus there, right? Yeah, that's that that what Einstein hated that Yeah,
0: mostly Over
1: yeah. n- large enough enough numbers. We know <coughs> on, on on one. Eh, it can be anywhere. We yeah. don't know until we look all right So that was the same thing with Friston Friston came about and said that um, So the belief was that your neuron are basically at rest until they being um Excited being awakened by a stimulus from the outside that creates a reaction into your brain, especially chemically So electrical through neurons creates a chemical reaction and basically your body carries on so that we are a passive Reaction to whatever happens in the world Your neurons don't do shit they're being stimulated by light or whatever then you react to it and then you carry on with the reaction to what happened in the world.
0: Which is my total understanding of the way that things
1: work. work, Right. right? This is the Newton equivalent, the Newton laws of one equivalent for medical world. That's how the brain works. Yeah. Right? A causes B. Yeah. That's a that's a it's a linear world that can go forward or backwards, that is simple to understand, and where A causes B just like Newton laws. Like you know, the apple falls because gravity Mm -hmm. down. No? Right. So that's where we are in the medical world, right? Quantum quantum mechanics comes about and say none of this is true with Newton's laws. It's far more complex. You're like shit It's mostly true Newton's laws like in most of what we do is true But the second you start to go at the very small it's not true anymore. All right So Freestone comes about and says the same thing like it's all about probabilities So he introduced a quantum mechanical moment. So what does he say? He said that that's not true your neurons are not waiting for anything they are constantly trying to predict the probability of an event so what does he mean by that an event is not based on the outcome your system is not trying to predict if the apple is going to fall your your system is constantly trying to predict how it's going to feel when the when the apple falls how you're going to feel about that whenever you see the apple falling and so he's going to try to make a prediction based on that the probability yeah. Of this versus that. Like, oh, there's a sixty percent chance I won't like this when it happens. And then after that, it's gonna match that prediction versus the actual sensation of the stuff. And if everything goes according to plan, it's great. If it doesn't, you have a prediction error and then there are corrections that need to be made. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna talk about. But basically he introduced the idea of probability. Like your system is never passive, it doesn't wait for shit to happen, then reacts. On the contrary, it's very proactive. And Calculate the probability of something happening constantly something happening not being outcome based being
0: how it's going to feel and that's important thing I think is that and that's that's where I had to get past the fact that the I I thought in the beginning that the prediction was about uh Things like survive It really is only a, only trying to match a feeling because which is, I suppose it's how you become in tune with Reality
1: you become attuned with reality through your peripheral nervous system exactly. Which is the only way we have to connect with the outside. So yeah. perception is reality to It's like that's basically what is showing with this yeah. is to life perception is reality to something not alive because it doesn't have perception. They have their reality. There's we have our totally separate reality. Yes, because we can feel and therefore we have our own quantum mechanical system based on probability um, Of how is something going to feel like and you are constantly anticipating The shit to happens yeah. next as a learning mechanism. So we are on alpha zero or own like that's what artificial intelligence is going toward is it's, it's not mimicking human intelligence in a sense of consciousness. It's mimicking human behavior in the sense of learning. Mm -hmm. It's uh, artificial intelligence is about learning like our nervous system learns, which is probability based of how something is gonna feel.
0: There was a, so one of the examples that I'd come across was like, how did they word it? They said like the the fear of pain is actually far greater than the feeling
1: because that's your probability. Because yeah. and
0: especially once you've experienced, right? If I yeah. put my hand on something it just burn the shit out of it. Exactly. That yeah. sucks. Yep. Yeah. But then when you go if I were to go back again a week and later you get, you get close, and I get close I get close I will almost need out. somebody yeah. to stuff my hand on that it yeah. because it's it's an intense experience though at this moment there's no fucking input. No, but the probability
1: of pain is so high. Yeah. Your system Go, is because going it into is, overdrive. because
0: it is what you know from that. It's yeah So you always learn
1: so you always make a probability of what happens and then you learn from what actually happens Yeah, so there's two faces. There's a prediction then there's the expression you predict something and then you're gonna an hypothe- You're gonna make an hypothesis right? yeah. And basically you're gonna confront that hypothesis with what the sensory input you get from the world outside if they don't match There's a problem. There's a correction if they match then you know for sure and then you yeah. move on
0: with that feeling, so that means now that you're going to have to redo it constantly. And okay, before we go, that when it when it matches, that is what we would define as a reduction of free energy, right? Yes, that is that is, that it's is not exactly it, it, it. it. It's about matching, not good and bad. It does it's not good or bad? It's not. It's not. This is a thing that's beyond your control. No, I like this, or
1: I don't. That's nothing that's to not do. It. It's didn't match what I thought it was going to match. So, I uh, I put my hand on the stove and I burn myself. Like you can see that with a kid. The next time they come, even if the stove is not on. You can't get the hand close mm-hmm. to it because you know it's gonna hurt you're wrong But yeah. it doesn't matter because at that moment. That's all that matters. I would have to force like this and you go Like ah! so that's no, there's actually nothing.
0: That's why I can't get my dog in the fucking bath. Yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly fuck it up one time Fuck it up one time
1: and then it's done forever because yeah. he's incapable of recreating to, yeah. to change his prediction So yeah. that's yeah. What we're gonna talk about that so when there's a prediction error Then there are different ways of dealing with it but you have to understand that once you're sure of a prediction it's like that's how your system has learned is moving forward with that it's so hard to break mm-hmm. because it matched so if something hurts you know that for a fact it always hurts yeah. you don't like the taste of something we're gonna have to associate and int- it, it takes a lot to break
0: that I remember there was a this was an old I think this is some old uh, like military interrogation thing but there was they had actually said that electrocution was the thing that they had used because it's such a I mean, like, massively intense yeah. sort of pain, you know, it's <laughs> sure over your it whole is. body. It's like i never tried, here but there. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did stuff my <laughs> fingers in the
1: outlet a few times to see, I've, but, yeah.
0: I've, I've had a few moments working as a technician where oh. I got lit oh. up real bad, and one of them to where, like, I almost didn't crawl out of the fucking situation. But, but so, so I know what that feels like, uh, and it feels really, 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 really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but but they said when they when they would test it when they would like to torture people yep. one of the reasons they would use Electrocution is because it sucks so much, but they actually barely have to use it on you yeah. Meaning they hit you a couple times and then, and then all they go. have to do is yeah. threaten because you're like no 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 yeah, yeah. You come like, with it like, and like yeah. I, it's, it's, it's 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 massive the 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 urge to but get away from
1: and it And this is important because that's the nature of chronic pain.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: Where you don't need the stuff anymore. It already hurts mm mm-hmm. that you see that with people like I can't yeah. get away from pain anymore because that's the problem is that prediction get uh, Is true now and constantly active
0: maybe this would be this let, this might be a good opportunity to to use that as an example Like a specific example for this yeah. for the, let's let's go down the the, the chronic pain route Yep, yeah. because I think a lot of people will understand that. So let's say I, I deadlift and I have a thing, let's say it's a physical thing, It's this. Mm-hmm. at this point it's not mental, yeah. right? And, and, and I, I don't stay tight, things shift a little bit, yeah. and, and, and a disc gets a little wonky, and now also yeah. my back hurts a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna start walking around now, and, it, and I'm gonna start to relate certain movement patterns or positions that are gonna cause pain while it's reasonable at that yeah. point. I have an injury. So I bend over, fuck, that hurts.
1: You're like, uh, you know, a, a couple then, of days,
0: past everything I do where I try to bend. Yeah,
1: exactly. And the problem, actually, the problem with this is you bend over and it hurts. That's not the problem. The problem is you go, ooh, I felt something and now I'm fucked for three days. Yeah. The next time you feel something. anything.
0: <gasps>
1: yeah. Now you freak out because you're like, last time I got fucked for three days. There's no greater fear than that one going like, yes. oh, I fucked my back
0: up. And this is when in, in training, you'll often see somebody who will come in and they'll say, okay, I'm ready to start going but I'm not gonna deadlift and yeah. and, and that's when you do things that well, this is that's this not is how they say it. They say well, I'm not gonna yeah, deadlift." No, 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 the mass yeah.
1: breeze and they're like yeah. I can't do it I can't do it yeah. like that's when you see the fucking thing because they have learned that once they go clock It's, it's three nightmare. days. It's a three days yeah. of a fucking nightmare and that's that we're going back to electrocution. That's exactly. the same principle.
0: And, and so what happens is they will still end up making Because we say that the fear of pain is much greater yeah. than the pain that 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 learning we have already done the learning. The, the prediction has matched at that moment. So now so, they know. So what I see that's always interesting uh, like, uh, is, is some of these other parallels that still fit, right? So one of the ways, like Dr. Stu McGill does some things with back injuries, is he's like, well, do what you can that does not hurt. Yeah. Whatever that is, do that. If that's walking, if that's walking and wiggling your arms, if it's carrying weights, start there. But very often you'll still see people, once they get back, A little bit of things first session yeah. first few and the problem is over the course of a rehab They don't they don't expect that there's going to be Setbacks and there always are right. You're gonna get stronger. You're gonna move poorly once
1: or even or even if they reduce the the Setbacks because they do barely anything Mm -hmm. Right. They go like oh, you're fine But the problem is the second you go back into the position the problem that caused the issue in the first place Which is you relax when you none of that is fixed and so all you gotta do is go into a deadlift position and not feel comfortable, and then and you're, ne- and you're not deadlifting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the bar is not coming off the floor.
0: Exactly, yeah. exactly. But but that's how you end up with, and that's why, from an imaging standpoint, they always say that you you can't tell someone who's yeah. in pain and someone that's yeah. not, because a lot of it is going to be how they've what they've done over the course of the actions that they've taken since then to allow them to be to not have this really negative prediction associated with this and, position. And,
1: and by the way, that's part of the issue because that's when doctors will do a, an MRI, mm-hmm. and if you have bulging disc, say you have a bulging disc. Yep. Now even you, though, you are this now. Yeah, even yeah. though the bulging disc might not be where the pain, or cause the pain, or where the pain is. Because yeah. uh, there's been many studies on this where 80, percent 80 something, 88%, I think it was, of people out there with no back pain have bulging discs. Yep. Everybody does. You have bulging disk. But since we cannot understand where the pain comes from, or we used to, then it was I need a linear world yeah. where there is a cause, a visible cause for everything. Yeah. So I'm at B, there's a A. I take a radio, I see bulging disk, there's my A. Yeah. It's bad science, but it happens all the time. It's bad science because we did not have our quantum mechanic moment where a guy like Freestone comes about and says, but that's not what's happening.
0: Yeah, so that that that's how we can turn something like chronic pain into a Self-fulfilling prophecy Because that's the over point over of life
1: yeah. is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The point of life is to limit is to mitigate surprises So literally this is my prediction and you're gonna do everything you can to make the prediction right because if you if it's not right you have a surprise surprise creates free energy Entropy that leads you to death eventually. Yeah. So the body doesn't care about right and wrong. So it doesn't care about good and bad. It yeah. cares about no surprises. And
0: this isn't even an, and this is almost, it seems to me, separate from a, Survival or evolution thing. It really is a life versus not alive bacteria. is, Yeah, you know what? I mean yeah, yeah. like like this is literally life behaves in different ways yes. than things that are and
1: that's what that's the depth of what Schrodinger was saying This is the most important concept I've ever read about What Schrodinger said that's why I was like how he has not made a ripple or maybe a ripple in the world well, obviously because now there's Tristan, but yeah. this was the m- most mind-boggling thing I've ever read in my life, past Nietzsche, who to me was everything, was that book from Schrodinger, where I was like, you guys don't understand what he's saying. He's saying that life has its own way of doing, and that's what life does. It fights entropy. So, but that means on a on a, on a quantum mechanical level, anything alive will do everything it can to mitigate surprises. That's how we do. That's how we move forward. Mm-hmm. That's what life is. Is a way to mitig- mitigate surprise. So the, pur- the purpose of life is to fight
0: death. So we addressed in the chronic pain example yeah. where you have you have a negative reaction to something, right? Yep. It's a prediction. It's it's whatever. But now but now you know what you're what you're. Once the prediction into, right? is set, now you're yeah, the, in trouble. The, the, well, but yep. there also there isn't any. Fr- you, you know what's going to happen if you get into that position the next day, right? Yep. You just know. So, but how do how does one what happens when the prediction is wrong? Let's say. Yep. Okay. Uh, Problem is if I give an example off the top of my head, we're going to be married to it for the rest of the thing. But but but, but what's an example no, that no, you no. can think of? Okay, le,
1: le, le, easiest way. Uh, let's take away from training. Like for example, uh, sexual behavior. Okay. You're sure you don't like something because you saw a movie, a porn movie or whatever, mm-hmm. and you thought, oh, I, I would not like that yeah. because you judged it from a belief perspective, not having done the stuff. Yeah. But you've been told parents friends or whatever. This is disgusting. I don't do that, right? So, you know going into it That you don't like it You happen to do the stuff or whatever and suddenly the outcome does not the outcome But um, what you feel does not match what you knew for sure you were going to feel that's easier to Get in touch with because that happens to everything. It's like that's not how I thought I would feel And now you're like Wait, what that's a surprise And now, basically, your system is like has to again has to go against the what and has to marry the two back together. So, now, once you have a prediction error, yes, this is how I'm going to feel. Well, that's not how I felt. It goes both ways, whether you like it or not, it's Mm -hmm. basically the other way. I'm going to love this, huh? Like, you think, like, uh, you know, you're oh, I'm in love with that guy, sex is going to be awesome, yeah, not always, (laughs) not always, right? Or the opposite, anyway. Now you have you have a prediction error. There's three ways to correct that you can it's uh, There's a balance between the three and usually this function happens when it's one over the other two Anyway, we're gonna get into that. So the first the first thing is you have to change your prediction Right, that's the easiest way to do so I'm on the sled. I'm gonna do the sled I'm gonna do 100 feet in 12 seconds. All right. I put too much weight on it. It's not gonna
0: move. Yeah, you get or you get two seconds in and you're like No, this, isn't happening. this
1: is not gonna take 12 seconds because you fucked up on the weight." Yeah, right So it's the same idea as you thought the sexual position was going to do that and yeah. you're wrong Wrong prediction. All right. So you have to change your prediction on that uh, Do you want to do one two three?
0: Let, let's so, so let's go back and so, so let's just say that on the one from a uh, so, so we're basically we, where we change the prediction yeah. right from the from the training standpoint It, it, it is kind of simple and that like Okay, well now my expectation is very right. different.
1: Yes, but exactly right? but there's a very important point about that How you make predi- you have to understand where you make the prediction mm-hmm. This is where your brain comes in the brain the purpose of the brain is to allow you to make prediction Right. So there's certain parts of the body that are designed for There's three ways to marry the the prediction and then the expression, right? Uh and making the prediction that's the role of the brain like literally I have a study if you all want that I can link about all this but actually it seems <coughs> that that's what the uh, interoception all that stuff yeah. comes in is the role of the brain is to make the prediction this is what the test negative that I talk about all the time is about is that's the, the job of the brain we thought the job of the brain was basically again the neurons are there and they're just passive and then they react to stimulus and then they order the body to do stuff no That's not what the brain is for the brain is to make a prediction is to decide the environment you're going to be in So that's what the test negative is so that means that's also where your sense of self is so that's basically you're gonna make Prediction based on who you are who you think you are on your personality to change your prediction You need to change who you are. So what do I mean by that on the sled? I put too much weight Yeah, because I thought I was the guy capable of pushing that
0: you're not that guy,
1: but you're not that guy So you're gonna have to change Your sense of self, because your sense of self is the one deciding the prediction. Why? Because it's in a task negative network and a task negative network is sense of self, morals. It makes prediction on past and future. It's where the um, any change in the in the peripheral stimuli. So this is where the task negative network is so important that we talked about in other podcasts. Is that's the one responsible for making the, the prediction. That's who you are, who you think you are. Yeah. Right? So to change a prediction. You need to change who you are. This is why addicts, in order to get away, need to change who they are. John does drugs because John is with his friends. John has an environment yeah. there, right? In order to take go away from drugs, if he's addicted enough, John has to die and become Mike Yeah, because Mike won't do drugs. But yeah. every time I go back to being John in that environment, I'll go back to drugs. Yeah. It's environment, behavior, identity, right? Identity is based on is is prediction. Prediction is identity.
0: So on the let's say on the inverse of that, if if I go up and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and deadlift six hundred and fifty pounds and I think all right I, I think I can get this mm-hmm. it's gonna be and then it comes off the floor like it's nothing. Yep. Next thing I know I'm like well seven and a quarters fucking you, not now I'm the guy who can do that well uh, you know what yeah, I mean. But well, you know
1: why? Because you become a guy. Who destroyed 650. Yeah, and so now you want to become the guy with the lift 7.
0: Yeah Like that's you know like uh, So whereas if I were to go into thinking this was going, you know I mean you go to a lift that you think mm-hmm. is going to be very challenging. Yeah, and it's easy all of a sudden you're like I Maybe am a bad motherfucker. Exactly. You know so your mean?
1: sense of self went up. Yeah. yeah, the same thing where your previous 90% today Feels like a fucking hundred and twenty percent. Yeah, it's like
0: I, your I sense got a little of, bit self of reality would, check today your sense right?
1: of self goes down so Because you are you are the prediction in that sense. but neurologically speaking you are the prediction That's the problem when you want to do 85 percent today in training no matter what Is if today for other reasons happen to be heavy? Yeah, it's going to crash your sense of self Because you are the prediction from a neurological perspective from a test negative network You are your prediction. You have to understand that there's different parts of your body. There's different parts of your nervous system. There's different one. There's a, the central nervous system. There's the peripheral. There's basically the enteric nervous system. There are different parts of you. The one that makes a prediction, that's the goal of the brain. That's the test negative network. And that's where your sense of self is. So that's why making the wrong prediction can be so damaging to you because it directly links to your sense of self from yeah. a neurological perspective. Yeah.
0: Because your identity is tied up in the prediction because that's how you see everything. Because right. That's, right. That's, that's the way it works. Know.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. okay. I, I am not about to judge evolution 300,000 years to become human the nervous system has been around for 500 million years. That's how it works The test negative network is the reason we are on top of the food chain, yeah. right? We build things uh, In society, you know, we basically the one thing we have as humans over every other animal is that we can change our environment better Yeah, so all test negative Way of making prediction is better than the others. We better at making predictions So our sense of self is superior to every other animal because we can change our environment better than others animals It's environment behavior identity yeah. tuck, tuck, tuck. That's what I call a freestyle environment is basically one when you can uh, when you decide if you're gonna be successful or not But th- that's a very important part when we go back uh, go back to pain, right? Because you have to be successful in in making your prediction. So there's a problem with addiction and pain and everything. If you know for a fact that your prediction is deadlift equals back pain, then when deadlift equals back pain, it raises your sense of self. Just like for you, oh, I can, I smoke 650, I feel better. Yeah, every time I hurt myself on deadlift, my sense of self goes up because I was right in my prediction. Mm-hmm. That's how fucked up it can be, though. Yeah. It can work both ways. Yeah. And then they become even more certain. But then it goes the other way. That means if deadlift doesn't hurt my back, then who am I? Because yep. I'm wrong in the prediction. That's a surprise, what you're trying to fight against. So that's the power of the prediction. And what happens when the, there's a prediction error? It's, to life, it means literally death. So if you make the wrong prediction, whether the prediction is good or bad doesn't matter. That's the problem, yeah. is you make, the, as long as you make a prediction that is right, your body is like awesome.
0: So we're trying to constantly basically just address everything with certainty because certainty is order.
1: Certainty is
0: life. Yeah. And then and then as soon as there's something that's a surprise, you're like, that's fucking chaos. And that's why that's why it's there there has to be a correction.
1: There has you to know? be a correction. So that's the key. There are three corrections. Mm-hmm. If you're stuck in one, like changing the prediction. Your sense of self is attached to that. That means that every mistake that you make, any surprise, not mistake, any surprise that you have in your life.
0: For better or worse. It's
1: diminishes your sense. Well, it's always bad. So any surprise, even if it's a good surprise, it's bad. If it's a bad surprise, it's bad. In the sense of any surprise is bad. If you can only, there's three ways to correct. The first one is changing the prediction. If that's your way to correct errors, then any surprise is bad. Even if the surprise is, has a good outcome outside, you will still see it as bad and it gets worse. No matter what, how good that surprise is, it lessens you as a human being. It makes you feel worse about yourself. That's why in some f- people that are fucked up, happiness hurts mm-hmm. because they're happy, that's a surprise. Yeah. That surprise makes them feel lesser as human beings because really it does. He just destroy that sense of self because it is a surprise because that is the only way they can deal with a prediction error That's the problem. Yeah. And that's when you see a lot of issues with ego and stuff like that Because if you don't have the other ways to deal with prediction error, then everything is a challenge to your sense of self any surprise so Anything that feels good when you're sure it doesn't lessens your sense of self imagine the hell that you live in Imagine how scared you would be to walk around knowing that everything that feels good will make you feel like shit as a human being.
0: That is hell.
1: That is literally hell on earth.
0: Were you raised Catholic or no? I'm.
1: <laughs> My grandfather, sure, was. My grandfather thinks he raised me Catholic. I can tell you
0: that. Um, but but so so we have the the changing the prediction is is, is the big one, and that's yeah. a big problem, right? So yourself is. What are what are your other
1: options? So the second one is. You're going to create movement to basically make the world fit the prediction. Right? So that's the one where the lift hurts my back, right? So I'm going to fuck up the form. Like yeah. I deadlift and it feels good. I don't want that. So I can either change the prediction, getting like, well, maybe the lift doesn't fuck me up, mm-hmm. or because I don't like it, I'm going to change my form until I hurt myself. That's self sabotage. Yeah. That's all the time. But again, self sabotage in itself isn't bad it's just trying to limit the surprise so you could basically change the movement into one where you hurt yourself and then the prediction came true and that's okay so that's where also like um i'm gonna freak out so basically you will do movements to our freaking out which can be mouse breathing which basically you're gonna you're gonna act on the prediction to make the world fit it like so the Prediction doesn't come true. I can either change my prediction or I can make the world fit the prediction I can create movement that will make me feel the way I thought I should So you can go the other way, which means I love to squat. I'm gonna change my position until I feel the squat Feel good. Yeah, like for so what is my point? You you love to snatch because at one time you snatch and you went oh Yeah, that was awesome so the way now it feels snatching feels like shit. So you have a choice: you can quit snatching, or you can do it until you feel that movement, and you go that one, and
0: you find that again. That one. Yeah.
1: And you don't know what you did, by the way. Yeah. But you know it's that one. That that one was true. That's the one, right? And that's so that's why we talk about technique, about anecdotal evidence, about learning skill, because that's what learning skill is. It's number two. It's Learning to make something feel the way it should so that's where mastery of movement comes in. That's where mastery That's where mastery of making espresso come in is the action should feel a certain way Then you start to go through repetition again and again and again and again because every single repetition Gets you a little bit closer to what you think that action should feel like
0: yeah,
1: and that's where mastery comes in That's why after a while
0: because then eventually you have very precise control. You have moved your, your center your exactly, and, and
1: that's why people understand how masters of anything can be so precise in what they do. How can they rep- duplicate and replicate something to almost perfection? How can the guy who makes the soup makes it ever so slightly different, but every time it's great, mm-hmm. right? Because he he has mastered the movements necessary to duplicate exactly that. So that's why you see the great Olympic weightlifter where they do a movement that to the untrained eye always looks the same. Yeah. It's, it's like, and you go like, Oh my God, look at you can, you can tell the mastery of movement. Why? Because they can duplicate and replicate the movement almost to the same level every time it works for them. Because that number two, every time there's a prediction error, we didn't feel right. they they have learned to adjust to make the bar do what they want.
0: Well, and as they progress, you know, same thing with like the sport of basketball. If you, yeah, you're you the <laughs> three-point shooter. Yep, I'm not one of those, but, mm. but like, but but when I shoot, still, like, like you know, I would say within eighty percent, eighty percent of the time, the ball leaves my hand, I would know for sure if it's going in or right.
1: not. Right, and mastery is Kobe Bryant knew ninety-five percent of the yep, time, if exactly. not ninety-eight. Yeah, and yeah. then the and he, and he
0: could get to that feeling
1: exactly. And the greatest shooters yeah. are... 95% of the time nailed yeah. it. That's what the guy turns around yep, uh, Stephen Curry. He yeah. knows. Yeah So him is at probably 99% where he knows that when he feels a certain way he makes it that's mastery of movement That's repeated. That's because every single prediction error. It physic, he physically worked out w- uh, Changed the world to fit what he wanted
0: yeah. yeah, that's interesting
1: and that's the power of that's mastery right there. Yeah. That's anecdotal evidence that's where I will talk about this, but that's why I fight for anecdotal evidence so much is because that's where mastery is. That's where you cannot learn a skill with an anecdotal evidence because they, they have a whole thing about anecdotal evidence being uh, being useless, and that's completely wrong in the sense of you cannot learn any skill with an anecdotal evidence. So you can't use anecdotal evidence to convince others, but that's not the point. The point is you need to convince yourself first.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could read all of the studies specifically on how a basketball shot is supposed to look. Until I
1: until you have to get in one. there and
0: go and I and I know what that feels like and it's like well exactly. I think this I, th- I think that and, and then it applies to me mm-hmm. Anecdotally, but that's what matters to me. That's the only way. I'm gonna learn the shot
1: Exactly and but from a neurologic from a perspective that is extremely important because it's one of the three Yeah, so you have to make the correct prediction Which means so you have to that's where memorization comes in in that sense of this is what a shot is But at some point it takes the fucking million shots It takes the uh, what is anecdotal evidence of you basically going through prediction errors physically and many times you like Oh, I want to quit because you don't want to go through that basically second way of Fixing prediction error quitting is I made the wrong prediction, which is Shooting which means I want to play basketball. Yeah so you're going to change a prediction going like I don't want to play basketball anymore yeah. because you're tired of going through the second solution which is changing the world every single time until it fits what you want.
0: Yeah so, so Third option. Yeah, if I have to change the predict the prediction is wrong. Yeah, what? Before we get into the third one. This is what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Are these choice based? Necessarily, is this a decision to choose which of these three? It's it's a balance, between? yeah. Do?
1: Yes. Well, now the question is who makes the choice, right? Is it it's basically from y- you have learned from previous behavior Which one is more effective? Okay, that's why if you so you'll have, have your go-to if you quit long enough It's obviously effective because you change your prediction every time yeah. then it becomes your behavior So environment to behavior to identity if you have decided to change a prediction You create an environment where anything goes hard you quit because you that's the environment you created because that's the way to that's how you change the, the um, That's how you fix a prediction error by changing the prediction every time yeah. so that will do be your behavior Which is every time something gets hard. It's a, every time. There's a surprise.
0: Yeah,
1: I change the prediction That becomes your personality. So you create an environment where things get hard. It's a surprise. Yeah You much rather quit then you become a quitter. Yeah, so it's environment Uh, Behavior identity what you get to choose is the environment. Okay at that stage you get to decide I am NOT I will not If there's a surprise I will deal with it and not get away from it Mm -hmm. that will affect your behavior You're not a quitter anymore, but you can't control the behavior. You can't control your identity That's why people quit but say I'm not a quitter. No, you don't get to do that. Yeah (laughs) What the only thing you can you can decide of, you can choose is your environment so you get to choose which one of the three, or of all three, you get to use. That's where this comes in, the all consciousness, whatever the fuck it is, whatever we have that all other animals don't have. We get to create an environment. Lions are stuck. They're not going to go migrate 300 miles to find. It. It's basically they have a territory and they're stuck there, and there's no food. They might move a little bit, but basically they're fucked. They're not going to build an air conditioning because it's too hot. They're not going to build, dig well a well, so. Where we can do us is we are very good at at with the prediction thing we can create an environment better than anybody else so that's where i think people need to understand where the success in life is is they get to choose the environment they don't get to choose their behavior they don't get to choose their identity because that is based on the environment environment behavior identity so but you get to choose the behavior that is the one thing you get to do is you get to go like this is where i want to be so you think you're fat you're out of shape you're unhappy you decide to go to the gym now once you're in the gym you don't get to decide the rest that's the problem too is you go to the gym now you think it's going to feel good It won't no and so now basically from that you say oh i'm a loser you're not just it's supposed to feel like shit. you're just wrong in your prediction on how a workout is supposed to be it's not supposed to feel good it's supposed to make you better but it's not supposed to be. so after that it's out of your control but being in that gym being a correct gym Will make you train harder and then eventually you'll become a winner, but you don't get to control that part All you get to do is choose a gym. So what do I mean by that? You join a gym, but you don't like the mood
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right? the vibe doesn't the clear. vibe doesn't fit you you don't like the people there. They're not supportive to you or whatever do you, What do you think the best? Uh, program in the world will do to you in that environment? Nothing yeah. absolutely zero so now you cho- you went into that gym. You chose that gym, right? At least you chose to go to a gym. That's the gym you're in. Now what you would like is you would like to change the coaching, there. You would like for people to be more supportive and everything. Yeah, but it's not that gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get to choose that. And so from there, after that, basically it starts to tax your identity because you're like, people should be like this. So now you bitch about the facts. So now basically you're making a prediction based on yeah, and you go like, I can't do this. Yeah, you're right. But because you're trying to control what is not controllable what is controllable is change the gym until you find one that fits What you want and once you find a gym that fits what you want your behavior Will be of someone who trains harder because you feel everything and from there you become a winner Yeah, so the wrong gym will make you a loser You don't get to control that
0: and then you start to associate different things with different results, too once you
1: become a loser then that's a prediction you make. Yeah. So now it's a feedback loop, yeah. right? And the prediction is I lose, and now you lose. Yeah. And now you're in a bad place, where because you try to control far too down the line. The only thing you can control is the gym. Your gym makes you a loser. Fine, change the gym. That's the only thing you can control is that is your environment.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. You know, like so, if if, if a regular person walks into a gym and they see some big, thick neck son of a bitch deadlifting and banging weights, and that guy's an asshole to them. From then on out, that person is going to, going into the yeah. gym, seeing any big strong. It's gonna be like fuck this place, fuck but this that, that tells you
1: two things because people ask us all the time, "How should I choose my gym? Choose my gym like in jujitsu or whatever." I'm like, get in there, see if you want to go back. Yeah. Do you feed off uh, whatever energy is there? Yeah. If you do, you'll win. If you don't, you'll lose, and there's nothing you can do about it yeah. because you're not gonna change. That asshole banging the weight yeah. he might change, but that is not under your control and you telling him he's an asshole Most likely won't change him no. by the way, but
0: and, you know on, And on the other side of it, if you go in and there's some big thick neck son son-of-a-bitch deadlifting and banging a bunch of weights And and then he talks to you afterwards, and he's a nice guy, and you're like, oh, yeah that was actually pretty nice. You have no problem same situation happens the next exactly and you're like you're like, oh, I know that guy By the is way that guy.
1: tells you how important you as gym owners are out there because that means literally you defining the outcome of that person's life by providing an inviting environment or one that is non-inviting. Mm-hmm. That's what, to me, the gym owners—we go back to conversation we had so many yeah. times—are so important. And I think that's their only job, really, is create an environment where the kind of people you want in your gym can thrive. Yeah. That's it. If you create an environment, you change the behavior. You change the behavior. You change your identity. That's how much power we have in people's lives. So if you want your gym to do better your way, change the environment. Make the environment into something that will create the right behavior, that will create the right identity. That's why I think the gym is the most important place in the world.
0: Yeah. So our third option. Ah. This is actually the one that that I actually I I walked over it seven or eight times and it was completely misunderstood. Yes, the whole that that's so this one this yeah. one. I'm gonna need you to kind of guide yes. the thing And I'm gonna ask a lot of questions from this as in because mm-hmm. I f- don't fully understand this yep. one This one is basically we have to ch- in order to change or correct a prediction error We have to change the way the brain samples input.
1: Yes. So basically is that's the third way you could change uh, The the error mm-hmm. is you could change how you feel about something. Okay. All right. So that's the source of most dysfunction right um, the again, the point is to mitigate surprises A surprise happens not good The fact that surprise happened is always bad. So I need to either change the way uh, What I think about make the prediction right or m- Move the thing until it does what I want in the feeling sense yep. or I change the way I feel about it um, That could be a that's where you see in a life-changing event like a near-death experience, Mm-hmm. Where basically they ha- used to have a certain personality and everything. They used to feel a certain way about.
0: These things that used to be important to them no longer
1: are. No longer are, yeah. because they have changed the way they perceive the world, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what happens through Dinofin. Anyway, yeah. all that stuff. So that would be the source of dysfunction. Th- this would be uh, like the source of schizophrenia or stuff like that, where something happens and basically I'm gonna. I'm the son of Jesus Christ, right? I'm being. was proven that no, you're not, right? Doesn't matter. You're not going to change your prediction. Now you're gonna. You can't make the world. uh,
0: The world's not going to get on board with that. All of a sudden.
1: Exactly. Oh, and you can't walk on water. You can't change. The the world in a way that proves.
0: Your prediction to be right.
1: and yeah. so what you're gonna do the only thing you can do <coughs> is change that basically how you feel about about things That's where you could see schizophrenia coming in basically. So you have changed the expression So that would be the the source of most dysfunction like you create so Psychosomatic events. Yes, that would that would be that mm-hmm. for example. So the deadlift is gonna hurt my back I lift. No, it didn't my form. I, I can't manage to My form hasn't changed, yeah. right? So I did not physically hurt myself yeah, there's But there's no yet,
0: aggravation
1: nothing yet. I wake up the next morning and, and I'm in pain
0: yeah.
1: Because I made the world the the prediction fit for example, that's one example But there's many but that's where psychosomatic events will apply is you have made yourself feel a certain way about that So there's a positive as well. Let's go back to our sexual behavior. Yeah, there is that action that I thought I would hate but then basically I ha- there's a surprise that tells me that this was not bad it can be because i never wanted to do this because this is morally bad yeah. but the men i love or the women i love likes that action in bed mm-hmm. all right so i have two chances i can change the the prediction i can basically uh, not do it or whatever or i can suddenly the next time i do it i can make myself like it yeah i can change the way i feel about that that's what the psychosomatic stuff happens Mm -hmm. so much we see it with placebo stuff all the time we see it all the time and that but that's also unfortunately the source of many dysfunctions okay because that's where also chronic pain is is i am so sure that something hurts me that it actually does Mm -hmm. so this is people getting really good wusses going like oh my god my, my my finger hurts so bad they're not kidding they have trained themselves into feeling pain of anything even though you could say, oh, I poked you, even if it's not true, and they would actually feel pain. Yeah, That's a source of many, many dysfunctions.
0: What, um, I'm, try, I'm yeah. trying to come up with some other, so for, for this for this third one, because this is the one that okay. you, needs the, easiest the most way, yeah. clarification. The easiest way to do this. This is the thing that we fa- I think we fall into a lot um, with food you had mentioned. Yes,
1: all right. So easiest way to, let's say I want to go sympathetic. Yeah. I enter a situation where I know I need to move. Right? I'm bored.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I'm sitting here, I'm at my desk, and uh, I'm feeling bored. Bored basically is a need of it's a change of behavior. Right. I need to do something. And I need I need I'm angry, so I need to fucking express the anger right. So not changing the, the the prediction because in that case you're bored, that means you feel you need to do something. So either you start enjoying what you're doing. You're at work and you don't want to do that. So second you need to go sympathetic, but you don't do that either. Sympathetic can be Mm -hmm. (laughs) mouth-breathing or Basically, you need number um, Option number three, which is I need to feel Sympathetic. Yeah, so instead of acting I could go grab nuts something that would any food honey sugar That will create a sympathetic reaction because now I'm at work and instead of changing my prediction instead of Making me like changing my work into something I would like, yeah. all I need to do now, that's option number three, is to create a sympathetic feeling. And the easiest way to do that is to have sugar, because sugar triggers a sympathetic reaction. So now imagine how fucked up that would be if any time I need to have a sympathetic reaction, I could just feel sympathetic. That means that any time I need to take action, I could instead rely. On something that makes me feel sympathetic that would basically be the third way to deal with a prediction error so imagine if I put all my energy into option number three everything I have so it's a triangle but instead I'm going to use number three which means anytime there's a prediction error I'm gonna I'm going to use something that makes me feel a certain way. So imagine if we could do that with food. Mm -hmm. Anytime I need to go sympathetic, anytime I need to to, uh, basically make the world fit what I want and everything, instead, I'm going to grab sugar that makes me feel sympathetic and therefore allows me to fix the prediction error. Imagine the power that would have. And that's our relationship with food. So we are using food as a third option to basically not have to do shit. So that means that we are using food Not to change a prediction even when we are wrong and not to do anything about it That is how bad Our relationship with food is unfortunately neurologically speaking. It allows us to not do shit
0: Well, and that's a I had a note here even from the from the thing I had read earlier was they said that he said that basically um, Both your perception your perception is completely bound to Action. Yeah, there's no there. There mm-hmm. is no way around it Like yeah. like if I want to if I want to change my perception of the world breathe there in. has to be action I have yeah. to breathe different I have to move around have my eyes need to move exactly. for me to see yeah. something different mm-hmm. I have to breathe in in order to smell something there There has to be an actual action in order for us to like in order for your perception to and change so it all. eating
1: becomes the biggest the not the biggest the easiest way to fix a prediction error why because 5,000 years ago you did not have access to all those different foods. Yeah, you didn't you had basically one type of carbs Right three types of protein and that was it so because there was so little choices of food there had to be so much more behavior changes Behavior changes being the change of prediction or the making the world fit it Mm -hmm. So now we have now that we have the quantity of food we desire and choices of food We never had before it's basically limiting completely the need for a change of behavior or a need for movement. Yeah. So all uh, all choices of food literally determines how much movement and prediction we're going to do in life.
0: when we have at our disposal such a wide variety of foods, which is the worst at thing we can do to human beings. And an extreme yeah. wide variety of things that and taste quantity. really fucking good. And quantity. And so it's always new and novel if you want it. So you're bored. New I food. Can go, I can go have myself a new experience. All the food that created that feeling that one time exactly and and so, so, so that's the thing is I think you're either in, in most cases you have the, the ability to really uh, you, you can just replace a lot of necessary things with still there's enough variety So you're not stuck in this
1: no, but look uh, look at uh, but it is that means that I make the wrong prediction Which means I like assholes you know, like yeah. the girl who's always dating that asshole yeah. and everything so
0: like oh, I thought he was good
1: He's a dick. You're yeah, right. like yeah. like the guy like the tanks guys before you yeah. or oh, you dating that bitch and everything? Yeah, well guess what the other ten they were exactly the same way, right? Mm-hmm. It works just for, as well for uh, women or, yeah. or men by the way um, Instead of changing the prediction which means realizing that your sense of self uh, That you're wrong into your, who Th- you who you want to date basically, like like your, perso- yep. your personality is in the wrong place. Yeah you're dating people that are destructive to you. Your personality is in the wrong place instead of changing that Instead of actually trying to date a good guy. Yeah. All you got to do is eat Yeah, a, certain, a specific type of food and you will have mitigated the prediction error.
0: Yeah oh. and, the, and, the, and because in the grand scheme of things food is still very short term that becomes a lot of constant behavior. So you will need the quantities
1: and, and you will need the different kind. Yeah. And we have both. And then we get into the, the kind, of, kind of the patterning as a result so of this. Basically, like you can see the connection between food and mental illness. You can see food as a mental illness. Yeah. And I do believe that's what it is now. Food, as because of the quantities and the choices we have, is what's stopping you from uh, moving forward in life. And that's why depression and food, we see that through the enteric nervous system. There is a link between the gut flora through the afferent nervous system, the enteric nervous system going into it. There's a link between the gut flora and depression because those choices in food will allow you, will have a dir- direct impact on your behavior, whether it is making the world fit what you want or changing your prediction. So imagine how bad our relationship in the Western world is with food. Yeah. So that means that in order to do, you know, (laughs) I know a few people basically that that are stuck in life because they can't change their behavior and they can't do shit. They can't find their hammies. They can't exercise the way they want. They can't find intensity because they cannot move to make the world fit what they want. Or they can't change the prediction, which is they're stuck in life Mm -hmm. because to change the prediction error, they go toward food. Th- this is the biggest drug and the most dangerous one of all because this is the one that will ruin your life.
0: And it's interesting. Uh, and back to kind of the the first way to correct the prediction too is that n- a lot of those people aren't willing to change their sense of self either because they, you know what I mean. But so but f- so then you end up yeah. with with yeah. another good option, and then they're still in the middle of this self-destructive or at least not self. But that's what thing. basically drugs are. Because by the way, familiar. drugs make you
1: feel a certain way, yeah. right? So that's what that's the, the source of dysfunction that's th- option number three yeah. this is something with drugs because I'm in a bad my life is bad yeah right I don't do shit about it but I feel good
0: Yeah, I'll mitigate the you know, error and often in the case with drugs is even though you don't feel good it still is familiar you know what I mean so it's like so it's it, even thing. though it's amidst amidst all of this mess it's like no no, no it's no, no. a right prediction I know I know what I'm getting there is here. no surprises.
1: Yeah. When you're on drugs, yeah. everything feels a certain way. Yeah. So it's that's why it's drugs are so powerful But people have to understand food is exactly the same. The difference is you don't have to snort cocaine.
0: Yeah, but you have to You eat. gotta eat and that was always the thing that I thought was interesting with uh, You know like habitual overeating and things like that mm-hmm. people with with eating disorders was they, uh, That was the thing they always mentioned was it's like yeah, but you know, you don't have to like yeah. You know snort something, or, or, whiskey something or every yep. day like like but I got to eat some food at some yep. point So it's like you're always having to be in the environment with which Yeah, you can fall so off.
1: you're gonna so but it also means that there's a direct um, Correlation between how many choices of food you have Versus how many behaviors you can take yeah. the more choices of food you have the less behavior Changes you will have Yeah. It's you will either choose new foods over new behavior. So if you want to do stuff in life, if you want to change prediction, you're going to have to lower the quantity and choices of food that you have. So the most boring in that sense your diet is, the better your life will be. That's Mm -hmm. literally. literally. So on a nutrition perspective, that means that you have breakfast. Basically, that's where you see that a lot with Stanley vertical diet is you want everything to you want to be able to behave the way you want You want to be able to train the way you want you want to be who you want to be Then that means that especially the strong fit way means breakfast is going to be a certain kind of fat that does good to you Whatever that is. Yeah lunch could be a certain type of carb that does good to you from its Mm rice and Night time is going to be certain kind of protein that does you good right and you do that and basically the same choices Day in day out we allow you to have better actions in your life better decision-making That's a prediction mm-hmm. and better actions towards your life You are using food to avoid better decision-making and better actions That's literally how we use food that is it is
0: that photo I think that has us that's a great conclusion, but that's <laughs> basically the yeah.
1: Freeston. That's what that's the conclusion that's the direct conclusion of Carl Fristen's work. That's why I created the, the, the strong fit nutrition protocol mm-hmm. is to fit Carl Fristen's and Schrodinger's work. That's causality versus finality. But people have to understand the deep, deep relationship between food and behavior. Yeah. And even from a neurological perspective, then we go into the gut flora, which is another one on top of that. Food and behavior are linked far more than people understand. And it is, I believe, in Western world, the most destructive force. You do not understand what that cheat day on the weekend does to you on a neurological level, like this. And I'm not saying to go cold turkey like this, but you have to understand that what you eat will change your behavior and decision making in life, and not from a chemical perspective, from a freestand perspective. Yeah. That's the problem. Is most people look at it a chemical. At f-
0: we only look at food via chemistry anymore. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so they go like well uh, who's to say protein does that it's like that's not the that's, point
0: that's even how the, i see uh, like eating dysfunction addressed mm-hmm. is it's brought as well you see so you eat this because then you get this feeling of happy and it's this chemical
1: chemical that much sugar does insulin this yeah. and insulin that and everything that's a newton's way of looking at the world that's okay. a linear way of looking at the world yeah. where it doesn't work like that. The world is quantum mechanical first. The work is neurologically speaking You follow the Frister yeah. model
0: all those other things fall in line just to make sure that Correcting prediction errors happens. Yeah, that's
1: the option you number know? two also like uh, making the world fit to make the world That's where the chemistry comes in, mm-hmm. right? But it's a what it's not a why it's yeah. a how not a why, a how, right? Yeah. What matters is the why and the why is the Frister model and so that's why many times your diet fucks you up or different diet creates certain results because fundamentally though it's the same principle every time it's a free it's a friston environment mm-hmm. that's what matters
0: now to go forward it, this is not the format for us to give out any like good follow-up reading information for for fristan's work but i will add Googling. i will i will add actually i i have one there's there's one really good concise i won't say good for layman but it's a good description of who he is, his background, mm-hmm. and, and a good overview of some of the work, and I'll add that into our uh, our link on our Instagram stuff. And add for the free week. energy
1: in the brain. Yes, like the yep. two hundred seven PDF. Yep. Add that one, please. And so, so if you want more, th- I can always. Yeah. Get so I'll them put more. together a couple of those on yep. our
0: link tree and stuff. So if you guys want to take a little bit of a dive into it, you can. So.
1: But just to finish your list, this is why I believe what we do is so important because people have no idea how arrogant I am like they think i'm trying to like the they think i know for sure that the diet is going to help sleep and get for me leaner or stuff like that and then so they're all getting pissed at me but you have no idea how far i can actually i think i can take i'm so much more arrogant than this i believe through movement and nutrition we can have the control of two and three and so i believe we can go at mental illness i believe we can go at addiction i believe we can do through that we can control so much most of uh, this uh, field called uh, psychoneurobiology yeah that goes uh into in a way the freestown model even though they're not talking about it which means for whatever reason maybe they don't want to quote him but it's yeah. obviously it seems
0: to be the foundational basis for it's so obvious of all of it, right? yeah. just
1: google psychoneurobiology it's obviously part of the freestown model but anyway they're going at it through words, through uh psycho- psychotherapy like the Freud yeah. way that's the test negative that's the changing the prediction that's yeah. the option number one They are not going into two or three, which is very strange to me. And I think we with uh, StrongFit, that's what we can do.
0: Well, let's and and that's interesting. You had mentioned it was really interesting how how you had kind of gone through some of this stuff, too, with StrongFit, even without maybe having this framework in front of you to define it as. Um, you know, the first thing was going to be to change the prediction, which is going to be basically intensity.
1: Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So, in in a way, I've been doing this forever. This is why the more I delve into this, the more I was amazed how, how right I was. Uh, <laughs> I was amazed at the power of all this. Like, for example, if you look at changing changing the prediction, that's so. As I was saying, it's changing who you are, your personality, right? Yeah. That's beyond the questions. Yeah. It's you think it's going to do that? Well, we're going to go past that. We're gonna change your prediction and to do that I'm gonna burn your sense of self. I'm gonna give you a new personality. Yeah. Right? So burn your soul until you know, burn who you are, all that stuff. That that was exactly that. It was Changing the prediction. Burn, that's exactly what burned the yeah, question. That's was.
0: that's that's the thing. We've talked many times You need to many become the person we'll who can do this and so you do become
1: it. the person who can uh, take that sled and, and over yeah. there be, And that is the choice you create that, that you get to choose mm-hmm. that environment you get to you get to choose the environment So for me it was the harness where I chose the environment in which I could change
0: me Yeah. And The second is then just like here. Is, it's is, movement, movement. It's mastery of movement movement quality mm-hmm. being deliberate being you know what I mean all of that stuff is and uh, number three
1: is the nutrition yeah. is to stop using that That we are developing mental illness with the food thing mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that and the, all the stuff I've read about the Gulf Flora shows me the same the behavior the Western world is basically I think that's where the anxiety the depression comes from is we are creating the wrong behavior and food Is a major major one into that. So in a w- in a weird way That's what strong fit has always been o- about is to basically give control of option one two and three Yeah, is to give you the capacity to do all three to give you the capacity to Not create free energy to capacity to be
0: alive now for you having had kind of had these as principles, maybe not worded in this way or, no. or framed within I these no concepts, idea. right? Yes. I knew, but I know. I just want to know. Yeah. I want to know what is it like when then when you have you're having to read something from you know a pretty brilliant guy, and all of a sudden it lines up, and you're like, oh fuck yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. Is that? Yeah, and it's that, <laughs> it's is that is like what you
1: know? Because I read his stuff, and I'm like, hey, that's my life. Yeah. So I am not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's the. It's the vindication of everything I've ever worked on. It's, it's not even a vindication because I never felt I had to be vindicated because I knew I was right. I always know when I'm right. But it was the, there is the physical proof mm-hmm. of my life's work, goal, dreams, whatever you want to call it. There, yeah. There's a guy who quantified it in a scientific way, showing everything you always worked on is... Quantifiable in in that sense, mm-hmm. he has mathematical stuff and everything. He's like, yeah, the all the, all the stuff you will be working on has a neurological basis. Mm-hmm. You just felt it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, to, and to read that well, on paper in front of you, it's like the guy talks to you directly. Yeah. Like you know, it's when you read those books and you feel like the author is talking to you. Yeah. L- reading at fist
0: and stuff, I was like, thank you. Yeah. And you were never chasing the never the, the, the math either no. like that was never like I didn't know there thing, was you just wanted to understand it
1: I didn't know there was a math it. I thought when I read Schrodinger I was like oh my god this is mind-blowing because I knew this when mm-hmm. the guy is telling me no no quantum mechanically speaking that's what happens I was like I knew it <laughs> and then I would freestyle and I was like oh my god yeah but then also they giving me a roadmap mm-hmm. on how to do it now because I felt the stuff and I knew a lot of it how to do it on myself not even all of it but I was like those are things I could feel except I was like I don't know how to do it and Then there's a roadmap yeah. into everything that he's doing. There, there's how we save mankind And I think it's, it's Im-
0: there and it's important because you still think differently and operate differently than than most Of us. Yes, you know what I mean? Which means you were never get you never gave a fuck either way if there was a Thousand research papers published on this subject or anything. It didn't matter to you at all No, because
1: I knew sooner or later.
0: Yeah, but but it is but it is good to see so, like, like even for me, like, like like going through the few new yeah. notes from we had today on frist and stuff, my understanding of other than just the real basics, now yeah. my understanding is much broader, simply because I found different words to attach it to, you know, to attach which is very it, necessary, but which which it has to be at this yeah. point. Yeah, otherwise, right? you're not getting yeah. it. But yeah, and, and so you you're trying to communicate your feeling all this time yeah. on it, and and now that's the I think the important part of having kind of discovered that this work has been going on is that not now now there's an easier way to teach this to people.
1: Yeah, because I thought it was almost I thought my only recourse for the longest time was philosophy. Yeah. Logical evidence. That's the only way I could ever explain what I was feeling. Like guys, I know I'm right, but let me take you through philosophy yeah, to prove it.
0: explain to you why and yeah, exactly kind of because
1: because uh, I, I can if I'm good at something as I Can see patterns. so I saw patterns in because I read everything you know from Paleontology to philosophy to history to stuff like that. So I saw the patterns. I was like, but I did it and and Socrates to help me explain it to people whereas no, no, there's a dude. He's that smart He actually figured it out yeah. from a new as a neuroscientist. He figured out how the shit works this is his main kinds. And w- I don't hate me, but screw Jesus Christ. He's a savior. <laughs> this
0: was this was the really interesting thing that I, I, I had circled this here on, on my thing. He had said basically if he was to define his work, right? And it was like uh, he, he's trying to organize the principles of all life and intelligence and and, and, the, qu- and the quote that, it, that is left here is if you are alive at all, if you have life, what behaviors then must you show? And that's where all of this where all of this is coming coming into. Exactly. You so know, li- li- like life behaves in this way.
1: Okay, so the guy has mapped out life. Yeah. That's literally what he's done. And he's telling us there is a way to live. Because mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Oh, life does no no no. It seems that life has guidelines. Just like physics has the wave equation. Like yeah. Schrodinger has the wave equation to define the, be- the behavior of particles Freeston defined the behavior of life mm-hmm. and he's telling us in order to go toward more life This is how you behave. So it's not a matter of opinion anymore in the sense of that I live the uh, my life the way I want. No, you live your death the yeah. way you want and, and to tie in it, most
0: cases and to tie it back to learning what's really interesting is the the fact that I'm trying to think of how to put this. This is one. Of, I knew I was going to have a couple of these moments on this podcast. It I'm is Carl Friston. No one good. understands him, <laughs> right? so it's all good. But but when we get into learning, yeah. in general, right? Mm-hmm. The first phase is memorization, anyways, That's and normal. so a lot of these people, and, and me included, is the the concept of prediction, prediction errors, the self, the prophecy model, exactly. the yeah. um, you know, and, and now on how minimizing prediction errors and correcting yep. them is done now that you know that, now you can go about your day and you can kind of see where things are. You, you, you're you in that memorization phase now. Yes. And, and, and you can
1: understand that it's not all here. Yeah. That at some point, it's gonna have to be your movement. Yeah,
0: and then once you understand it, then you can now live in it.
1: But that's why as a musician, you know, at some point you're gonna have mm-hmm. to feel the music. Exactly. So it's not enough to know the notes. Mm-hmm. At some point, you're gonna have to feel the notes. Yeah. That's. Changing how you feel about something, the sensory input. Yeah. It's not enough to go ding 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 ding. No, it has to feel a certain way. So yeah. now you're going to do ding 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 ding. So you have one, two, and three, right? Yeah. You know that the prediction isn't good enough because it still surprises. Yeah. So, okay, so then there's a mechanic. But then after you're going to move mechanically differently yeah. to make a better note. And then you're gonna move based on how the note feels. Yeah,
0: and, that's and now you're like. And that's when there's actually then expression in playing music, and that's the reason you play music.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And now you're mastering it because yeah. you have all three going every time. You need to change your prediction slightly because it's yeah. not what you thought. Then you make your fingers move a certain way, and then you make the note feel a certain way. And now you have music. Yeah. Now you have art, which is the foundation of who humans are. Yeah. So that's what art is, art is life, because art is all three, art is a way to minimize surprises. That's why we, beautiful music, we know what it is, yeah. because it is literally an expression of life. Yeah,
0: I think eventually we'll do a podcast on that subject at some point, because I, that's something I've been very interested in as of late, as, you know, as, as trying learning, to just yeah. learn in a vacuum without yes. risk. We're at, if, yes. If we try to do all our learning when the stakes are higher, like training, fuck. That's yeah. a tough game. It's good to learn how to learn. But that's know, very back.
1: important because then we can go into anecdotal versus logical versus empirical evidence. Because if you look, people now, the trainers, all try to look to learn through empirical evidence, which means they want to read something that makes them change the prediction. Mm-hmm. But without having to make the world fit, so without having to do anything no, with actually. it or how they feel about it. Yeah. So it's the laziest way to learn. You can't learn just through empirical evidence, you don't learn shit. You're yeah. saying, it's thinking that you're gonna do scramble legs the Gordon Ramsay way, yeah. because you read the... That's learning
0: how other people do things.
1: Yeah, and you, but you still haven't learned how he did it. Yeah. Just because you read about Gordon Lam- Ramsay's life, and you read his recipe, doesn't mean you can do the scramble legs the way he did it. Yeah. That's the problem, Is that's what they want, it's like, oh, but just tell me how you did it. But it doesn't matter, because that's not how you're gonna do it. Because that's not how this works. So, you think changing the position gives you control of life, where you are so mistaken. It is only one way and it's a dysfunction. Anytime you don't use all three, you are being dysfunctional. So, whenever you think empirical evidence will give you truth, all you're doing basically is to be morally superior to everybody else. You're in your ivory tower where you think you can bring the truth to everybody, like your Moses on Mount Sinai, basically, because you want an easy way. To mitigate surprises, which are actually there's the other two that you need to go to put yourself through. You'll see that most dysfunction resides in people relying on one way to change to, to mitigate surprises. Either they change the prediction, which means either they quit on everything or they want everything without actually having to work, or they just use movement but then keep the same behavior going, the fucked up behavior, but just keep acting on it, trying to fix it without even realizing where they fuck up in the first place. Right, or they basically have dysfunction of trying to change the way they feel—drugs, food, mental illness, anxiety, all that stuff. That's what dysfunction is: is when you do one option over over the others.
0: I think we just summed up all of Carl Friston's work in like an hour and twenty minutes. Well, uh, you wish. I mean, but <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I hope so. By all I mean the two paragraphs of his stuff that I had to reference yeah. today.
1: Yeah, right. but that's that's where we we talk a lot uh, about it in that online uh, the nervous system. Yes. workshop that we're gonna release in a, In a week it or two. A, yeah, by the time, by the time, it's time it's we get out weeks, the, yeah. the, the, we should be able we should release it yeah. uh, This is the base of Everything I do mm-hmm. like but now I have a neurological understanding of it So this is where strong fit is going It's going into behavior modification mm-hmm. It's going to work how to be alive I guess but the, the progress I've made mean, on myself because that's how I basically I keep getting linear because I apply basically that to nutrition and it's The effects are ridiculous. So now I'm playing pool so much better because I'm applying that when I play pool I understand where my dysfunctions were before so I, that's where OCD is mm-hmm. OCD is option two. make the world fit, right? So you're like, no, no, I need my hand here my hand here Because yeah. I think the only way to mitigate surprises is to do something physical about it. That's OCD for you
0: you mean when I'm not sure whether or not I started the cameras and I have no, no matter while I went up and looked it right in the face and yeah turned exactly them on, yeah five and minutes and later, you still still come, you come back Tyler and you to like go look yeah, like exactly. just do me a favor Yeah, because
1: you know why because you don't want the surprise yeah. of fucking up yeah right but so the you need a little bit of option number three which would be like dude relax it's all yeah. good it's you okay. know you have it
0: I've only done it once it yeah. was only one camera exactly and yeah. I don't think anyone even complained on YouTube so, so but somewhere. you need
1: obviously you need the change of prediction in order to not make the same mistake again right so you see it's that is those three constantly in balance? That's where you make progress. So uh, that's I've been applying that to pull. It's ridiculous. Like this yep. morning, I had a really good session based on that tool. Wild. Yeah, it was wild.
0: So now the fun stuff. Yep. All right. So that's gonna have us wrapped up for this week. yeah I think. So um, you guys follow StrongFit One on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me at Tyler F Stone on Instagram. Uh, StrongFitEquipment.com. That's where we have all the sandbags, apparel, t-shirts. T-shirts. Come on, you wear yeah, one? I'm not even yeah. wearing one either. So we gotta, we'll have do we, to start no, wearing. Because we have well. more cool t-shirts coming. Yes. So yeah. So we've got, uh, but also now uh, we do have StrongFitEquipment.eu. Yep. So for Europe, for uh, Europe have sandbags, yeah, some yeah. limited apparel there. We'll get more stuff in there over yep. time, but. But that's the stuff that's coming directly out of this office here. So
1: exactly, so it's, uh, the shipping is better. Let's put yes. this well for you. Yes, so, so we <laughs> have the StrongFit community,
0: and StrongFit community very on Facebook. By the that's way, I heard a
1: lot of people saying they heard about it through the good. podcast, so we have to good. mention it.
0: Yeah. Good. That's my. That's actually probably my favorite forum. We have we we have some some private stuff here and there, but but that group is nice because that's people who have seen some yeah. stuff and are excited enough to get in. We're not yelling to. Uh, to a room full of people who don't give a shit. So yeah, it's a lot exactly. of like-minded people. It's yes, a really good dialogue nice. in there.
1: Uh, we're going to release the so the auto-regulation uh, nutrition group number two is starting on April first. Yeah, and then we uh, just so we can tell people we're starting in the auto-regulation training group. Yes, on May first. So in the next podcast, I'll explain what that is.
0: Yeah um let's see we have the training group nervous system work the online nervous system workshop Did we is that? that we're
1: going to release that in a week or two as well yeah, okay i think we talked about. so that. but in the next podcast we can we can start by talking about the training perfect because that kind of fits because we need to talk about intent
0: yeah i like it when it comes
1: to training yeah
0: so that's next week next, and by week? next week we mean like tomorrow for us but yeah tomorrow <laughs> but so i'll have a different <laughs> t-shirt
1: and i'll fake it like it's <laughs> next week
0: yeah. i'll shower i promise all right bye everybody that'll do it Good, you need something to drink?